Hello and welcome once again to We've Got No Idea What We're Going to Say with Ben Simmons and Nick Murphy. We're not in the same room again and I'm scared. Last time we talked a lot about new technology and getting to grips with it. Let's not do that this time. No, uh, we're fully to grips with it. This is virtually old technology now. In fact, I'm almost yeah. bored of it. I think this should be Upsetting something better me. we we're can fully, do. We're fully to grips with it and fully clothed as well. Oh... I've let you down there. (laughs) I've seriously misunderstood the point of this podcast. We've got no idea what we're going to wear. I thought (laughs) it's called. We've got no idea what we're going to wear. Not we're not going to wear clothes. (laughs) We've got got no idea what we're going to wear, so we're not going to wear anything. Podcast. (laughs) Brilliant. So um, start. It's still sort of semi-lockdown, isn't it? Um, Lockdowns, is it? Has the proper easing started yet? I don't know. I don't pay attention. There's been some sort of easing, and then there's going to be more easing in early July. I think we should say it's not quite early July yet. It's the 27th no. of June. 27th of June. Obviously, COVID-19 is still pretty rife, uh, yeah. which is the, one of the main reasons we're doing this uh, over the internet in different locations. Yeah. But yes. yes, apparently it's going to change. You can be a one meter away as opposed to two meters because the virus apparently has accepted that we're getting on top of it. So it now doesn't jump as far. So that's good. <laughs> and um, less spring in its little legs. Yeah. yeah, you can meet up with more people from different houses and uh, yeah, apparently you can have sex with people again, which is nice. Oh, was that not allowed before? I've uh, to be fair, it's... It's not been allowed for most of my life, and that's the, what I tell everyone. No, it's illegal, that's why I haven't had any. That's the advantage all those women have had with you during this lockdown time. They can say, no, you have to stay two metres away from me. <laughs> Preferably like... in a different building, in a different town, in a different country. <laughs> that is very safe. Definitely. You said something a little while ago, and it's one of those words that always pleases me when I hear it, and I've just, I don't really use it enough. The word rife. For a small word, it's a good word, isn't it? It is a good word. It sounds like you're saying rice quite badly, doesn't it? Oh my God, I I love chicken fried rice. Um, But you're you're not. (laughs) Or you could be going to say rifle and stop yourself. You know, oh, I'm going to get my rife out why would you stop yourself yeah why would you stop yourself halfway through the word rifle but carry on the next word (laughs) surely that would be i'm gonna get my rifle ow (laughs) that's a good point that's a man who shot himself with his own rifle (laughs) i'm gonna get my rifle ow oh well he hasn't got his rifle out yet so maybe he's gone to his rifle cabinet and like tried to open the handle and caught his nail yeah oh yeah that can be painful so you i know. locked myself out of my kitchen yesterday talking about handles <laughs> which was interesting um <laughs> kitchen is my second don't... favorite room in the house it's got all my food and booze in it so i was quite what's upset the, oh, hang on what's your favorite room the lounge or the bathroom <laughs> bathroom <laughs> <laughs> I knew it wouldn't be the bedroom. <laughs> Nothing like, good ever happens in my bedroom, as like, I've just said. Lot, he does a lot of television watching and computer stuff and work stuff in the lounge. I was like, he does a lot of a blue in the bathroom. What's it going to be? 
A bluting. Well, guy, you've trumped my rife with that. A bluting. That's the word of the sh- of the show. Oh, I didn't uh, think that was going to happen. But now you've said it, please tell us more about locking yourself out of your kitchen. That's something that sounds I, impossible. I wasn't going to go into it, but I closed the kitchen door because the washing machine was on. And then, the... and then you couldn't go into it. No, yes, I couldn't get into the washing machine or the kitchen. Um, the fridge was in there as well, so I couldn't get to that. It was quite upsetting in many ways. So basically there was some sort of door malfunction, was there? Yes, the mechanism, the door latch mechanism. It's not got a lock on it, but the the standard interior door latch uh, seized up for some reason. And um, I eventually had to find... What's upsetting is I told you this. I know it's quite a boring story, but I told you this story before today, so we're not going to go into it. But I also told you the part where I went to six different stores to buy some WD-40. My... (laughs) recounting this hilarious story to my dad because obviously I've been doing a great deal today just telling people this story Um, (laughs) because it was the only interesting thing that's happened to me in about three months because of lockdown and I um, told him that I'd been to so many shops to get WD-40 and he said why didn't you you should always keep a can of WD-40 around and I remember thinking oh yeah I used to keep one in that drawer there and then looked and there was one so I literally went to six different shops taking about an hour to find a can of WD-40 one was in one of the drawers in my lounge and I hadn't realized that is uh, unbelievably annoying yeah. An extra sting in the annoying tail for that story. <laughs> oh, that's a brilliant story. But, I mean, our listeners will be terrified until you tell them that everything is now okay and you can access your kitchen again. I sprayed a bit of WD-40 in there. Some of it went sprayed back and hit me on the face. But <laughs> when I put the uh, door handle back on, it, I tried a few more times and eventually it released. So you'll be very happy to know that I've now eaten everything and drunk everything that's in my fridge. And And in my kitchen, which involves quite a lot of things like Dettol and methylated spirits. (laughs) And that annoying squeak in your nose has stopped now. It went back into your face. So that's quite good, isn't it? (laughs) My face... It's got a lower coefficient of friction now, thanks to... I haven't washed since yesterday. The so. amount of times you've rubbed your face against something and thought, that was hard. I wish it was smoother. Well, that's why uh, so many girls didn't come round before lockdown. <laughs> there you go. It's all It all comes round. The point to well, everything. Nicely linked back. Well done. Thanks very much. So, uh, as you, have you been doing anything exciting? In lo- you have been doing something exciting in lockdown. You created, although football apparently has just started again, you yeah. created an E-World Cup of legends. I did, but, yes. Um, I, 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 this idea was sort of germinating away because I was aware of another family member telling me him and his mates had a league on the game FIFA. Which so is this a was using a, the PlayStation 4 uh, yes. FIFA game? I, I used a different game called Pro Evolution Soccer. There are two kind of main rival football games. But this guy told me a few months ago that him and his mates had a league on FIFA. And then a bloke who works at the radio station with me said he had an idea of commentating on computer football games to try and do something funny. And I think that combined in my head. And I was like, if I got a load of my mates to do a sweepstake, I could make my PlayStation 
and play a World Cup out against itself, all the teams out just computer control. It sounds sort of ridiculous, but considering a lot of people like football, myself not particularly included in that, but you got 32 <laughs> yeah. people to join in this sweepstake and we all enjoy. I think everyone enjoyed it. So Well, it, it got quite involved, didn't it? Because I could have just yeah. held a sweepstake, played a tournament in one day on the computer and said, <laughs> yeah, Italy won, so that bloke wins. But... I put all the games on to YouTube and it acted like a normal World Cup and they were all like four games a day at five. And you did six. commentary and everything. And you did, yeah, I, I thought you did a great yeah, job. Well I, okay. well, I was quite amazed that with the technology there is now, it's relatively easy to capture the game footage from a PlayStation and you get a microphone because you can talk to people over the internet now and therefore record yourself over it. It was quite easy. I was surprised. You've done well. So now, uh, call me naive if you'd like, but so you said there was two main football games on the PlayStation. Yeah. Is there really a need for two football games? Well, what What's one football game going to do that the other one can't do I, th I think it's basically the kind of thing of like there are washing machines made by Philips and there are washing machines <laughs> made by Zanussi you're never gonna lot, get Zanussi. I really want to know where this is going Go on. <laughs> well you're never going to get Zanussi go we'll stop making them because everybody likes Philips a bit better and we won't make any money basically there these football games have been going as franchises for like 25 years and so right. there used to be when I had lesser computers when I was a teenager there used to be like 10 15 different football Football games and some were crap and some were good and then I do remember I had football manager on the Sinclair Spectrum 48k which <laughs> all it ever did was show stick men and yeah. I think there was only like five different ways you could score a goal and it was <laughs> sort of showing you the highlights you had no control it was football manager that was it so you had no yeah. control over the players whatsoever except yeah, just yeah. to set up you know, who was playing and whether they were yeah. injured or tired or whatever. And yeah, then sure. it just played out a series of five different ways of scoring and sometimes you scored and sometimes you didn't. It was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't believe I'm having this conversation with you um, on this podcast. But yeah, when I'm talking about those two games, there was this game that I've loved ever since I was at university, basically. And it was called international superstar soccer when it started and then they brought out a version called international superstar soccer pro and then the third version of that they changed the name of it to pro evolution soccer which became abbreviated to pez pes and there was pez three four five six and then they changed it instead of a number to the year of release and it became so i sort of understand the the whole thing international superstar soccer obviously you've got to aim at the american market it's an yeah, international yeah. there's countries all over the place superstar because inexplicably football players do become famous um <laughs> <laughs> pro evolution soccer this is uh, that that's an odd word the middle word pro professional yeah. i can understand that soccer yeah. again i'm yeah. pretty happy with that word being involved <laughs> um evolution 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 what the heck until, is that doing with anything until charles darwin discovered this theory of evolution there was no football strictly so speaking he he didn't discover it there was a theory of evolution before yeah but well until it became popularized thanks mm -hmm. to him talking about it or By whatever natural it is. selection he introduced a method yeah. that it could have happened method, that's it until selection. that right but mm -hmm. let's ignore charles darwin that's a clearly a whole dangerous area charles dance has he got anything to do with it 
<laughs> I wonder if he's ever played football. <laughs> or if he hasn't, has he ever played FIFA or Pro Evolution Soccer? But the point I was trying to make was this game, Pro Evolution Soccer, has always been regarded as more realistic. Right. And then there was a game called FIFA, which was owned by a company with more money, that it's kind of like you get football teams buy, just go out and buy a load of good players. It's like this FIFA game had more money and so bought all licenses for the official kits and teams and stuff. Right. So this other game that I'd love suddenly couldn't use real players and stuff and had to change all the players' names and give you an option to edit them yourself. So you yeah. could sit there for hours and correct all the players' names and stuff. <laughs> now there's a whole business of people that do this for you and you just upload it to the PlayStation 4 and it instantly looks all alright, you know. But right. It's kind of weird, yeah. So uh, FIFA is the kind of one with all the money, but it's not quite as good a game. And this pairs is a better game and doesn't have quite as much money. Would you say that people tend to stick to one, like they're loyal yeah, to they one do. brand, yeah. or do people buy two and buy them both and sort of decide which one they want to play? I, th I think now, because with advances, this FIFA, or it used to be FIFA looked good, but actually was terrible to play. And Pro Evolution Soccer was looked all right and was brilliant now fifa looks amazing and has got a lot better so i think once someone starts with it because games now are 40 50 quid they're probably not going to buy both it's going to stick with one yeah that yeah. entirely makes sense yeah you used well, they... to have a game called worms didn't you I, I did. I think, that. yeah, pink squidgy action late night at university. <laughs> what I liked. Yeah, it wasn't anything to do with computers. I was just talking <laughs> about something you did with women at some point. Um, <laughs> Which no, is I another think... reason why they don't come round anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's gone full it's circle again. It's full full another circle. Lap. I'm getting dizzy. It's come full circle so many times. <laughs> with whatever we thinking... talk about, I can always bring it back to me being unsuccessful with women. <laughs> Well, I can help you here because this is an instance of us both being unsuccessful and maybe isn't going to be that interesting for regular listeners, but we've always started a podcast with a kind of knowing the time limit was 20 minutes. <laughs> I've just then, been thinking the very same thing. Yeah, with this new technology, we don't have any kind of countdown timer. And I remember last time we did this, we said, oh, one of us will give the other one a sort of signal. And that's going to be more difficult now, isn't it? Very difficult because we're not using video. <laughs> so I figured out that we'd started sort of, uh, well, yeah, getting on for about, 16 and 17 minutes ago by my guess well i so. guessed and i started a stopwatch on my watch and i thought it was about 14 minutes ago <laughs> so this podcast is either going to be over our regular time or under it so i uh, think uh, listeners will just have to accept that while they're so used to the 20 minutes you know normal <laughs> time that we stick rigidly to this yeah. one could be slightly less or slightly more and, and uh, to heck with convention it's a nice bit of jeopardy for the remainder of this podcast to see how <laughs> close we can get it to 20 minutes when neither of us have any idea that's it <laughs> well it's quite funny i genuinely was looking at it and then I, I looked at my phone to see when you'd called me to tell me we were about to record the podcast i was like <laughs> so if we were on the phone for about two minutes then we took us a while to set it all up yeah, I was thinking all of that while you were doing your lovely, lovely conversation about soccer and football games. I really listened very carefully to what you have to say. <laughs> well, it's weird because there will be a written test straight after this. 
uh, where you're not allowed to listen back to the recording first. So unlucky. it's going to be harsh to expect people to listen to our podcast if even I zoned out halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a worry with that. Uh, I was just thinking about computer games that you've loved throughout. Yeah, the so ages. Worms is, is definitely one of them. One I played it. I've almost exclusively yeah. at university we had a group of about five or six uh, blokes let's face it at university and we used to play a lot on the computer game worms and uh, we... although i haven't played it for many years it's still got a place you know place in my heart before we get into the thing i wanted to talk about next which was the franchise of game i remember you becoming obsessed with which was mm. the sims yeah um, yeah I remember coming to visit you when we were at our postgraduate acting course at Central and mm-hmm. you lived in Manor House and one of your housemates was so obsessed with some game apparently he never came out of his room. He but did, yeah. We, very sort of early, early days of the internet, we had five telephone lines coming into the house so that <laughs> each of the five blokes could have an internet connection. So that, yeah. that instantly ages us. And yeah, it got to the point where we were running out of plates in the house because this bloke <laughs> only came down to get a plate of food. Genuinely, sometimes it was just Mars bars and custard. I am not <laughs> exaggerating. And, but he would right. never bring the dirty plate back down. He'd oh, just God. pile it in the corner of his room. So we literally got to the point where we had to sort of go for an intervention and there were about 20 plates, piled, dirty plates piled up in the corner of his room. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was, it was great times, fun. What, fun times. what game caused that issue for him? Oh, I can't even remember that because it wasn't a game. I was the only one who didn't play this game hilariously. I want right, to say it was either EverQuest... Oh, that some role-playing thing. Yeah, it? it was it was EverQuest or the one that came after EverQuest. I can't remember exactly which one it was now, but it, they were all obsessed with it. Um, and yeah. I didn't, so I really fit in and um, <laughs> had loads of friends. That's when I You're used to have friends that came round to my house, but now thanks to lockdown, I don't have that either. <laughs> but at least you got on with the course at university while your housemates suffered through just being left to their own devices and doing what the hell they liked. Ridiculous. Yeah, weirdly, I just got on and did nothing as well, So, but I just had less <laughs> of an excuse for it. So. <laughs> Brilliant. I have a feeling we must be getting near the 20 minutes now. I, I just, well, I, 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 I have it in my bones. My estimation is we've got about just a couple of minutes left. So right, let's, gonna... let's go crazy. It... I, I also played a game called Medieval Total War and then Medieval 2 Total War. It always used to slightly annoy me that they put the, um, the 2 after Medieval. So it wasn't Medieval <laughs> Total War and Medieval Total War 2. It was Medieval yeah. 2 Total War. I was like, all right. It's like the game in the designer's eyes. The game was called Medieval Colon Total War. (laughs) And then it was Medieval 2 Total War. No, it's I think, upsettingly, I think it might have been Medieval Colon Total War. So maybe that did make sense. So anyway. Maybe it was just talking about gastroenterology in medieval times. It was Medieval Colon Total War. It was all to do with bugs in your gut. Was it? Mm. (laughs) I mean, I guess you would have had a lot more bugs in your gut well not more bugs in your gut but less ways of dealing with them you know you get you get a nasty bug in your gut in medieval times and you die from it you know so whereas you get it in these so then that's you've lost you've lost then the game obviously if you've died from dysentery or something (laughs) those people in medieval times that were playing computer games and caught dysentery they had no chance of recovery 
Speaking, speaking of dying from dysentery, I actually remember playing a game, and I think I played it only a couple of times. It was a fairly dull game, and it was on my Spectrum 48K that I mentioned, and it was the game of Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> and, and, but it was one of those games, I don't know if you remember them, Ben, where you had to it, sort of type in what you wanted to do. Oh, and then, So yeah, you'd be like, yeah. pick up something, something, yeah. move west. And you, so you had to type in the sort of instructions and then follow the next screen. Yeah. And one of the things was you met the snooty French guard, which I think was played by John Cleese in the film. Right, and yeah. if you don't do what you're supposed to do, I don't know why this is the thing that's stuck in my head. But it <laughs> says you failed to please the snooty French guard. He blew his nose in your direction and you died a horrible green death. <laughs> that's genuinely something that happened in the Spectrum well, 48K Monty Python and the Holy Grail game. I don't think there's anything in this podcast that can better that. So I'm going to risk that we're coming to an end now. And I, I think that's say, fair. Pleasurable to talk about computer games and history. But it's let's, been an absolute uh, pleasure to be on the game with you. Yeah, <laughs> I never thought you'd say that because it's <laughs> never been a pleasure until now. But over to Nick Murphy to sum up. Well, there we go. It's uh, undif- uh, different times because we, we have no idea what the time is. But from me, Nick Murphy, and from my colleague, my, the other host with the most, Ben Simmons, uh, from both of us, thank you very much for listening and goodbye. Hosts. <laughs>